Welcome to In the Stacks with Barry and LaToya. I'm LaToya. I'm Barry. Uh, this is our second broadcast, which we're really excited about. Um, you know, I was, I, I, after last week's show, I didn't realize how much I would have enjoyed doing this. I mean, we talk all the time, more than I want to, really, <laughs> but, but I didn't think that this was actually going to work, and the feedback I've gotten has been pretty positive. Well, you know, I just think you, you never had the opportunity to realize what a pleasure it is speaking to me on a regular basis. Right, the, yeah, the pleasure, really. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I think the, uh, the response has been nothing short of phenomenal. Yes. I mean, well, actually, you know, I was wondering how many people would respond. A lot of people did respond. Yeah, you're telling um, me that we've got listeners, I guess, in even different countries? Yes. Uh, well, at least we, we have one out there in Japan uh, who was very upset. He could not listen to it at first because we had something with the settings kind of messed up. But, you know, all our international listeners can, can join in. Um, and, as a matter of fact, we're, we're wearing swag today. Yes, yes, we are. We're wearing our In the Stacks t-shirts. Um, which we do have available online. Mm-hmm. The ones we're wearing are just are special; they're custom. But nonetheless, yes. we we do have some um, that we've gotten for our staff as well. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. A lot has happened since last week with the show. I mean, obviously, we're now definitely on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We also have our web page. Um, we're now on iTunes, iTunes as yes. of yesterday. Yeah. Um, so that's really, really exciting. You can subscribe to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've got a lot more in store. We've got a little, like you said, flair. For those who participate in the show, we're giving out special items. And, you know, I, I can only hope that things improve from here. We're going to be, our theme music is being worked on presently, actually, by... Uh, a band called Pumpkin City. They're also on Facebook and MySpace, if I'm not mistaken. But so in the coming weeks, we'll have music and uh, got a sound machine. <laughs> I know it sounds so stupid, but you know when we're doing our games and stuff like that, or if I want Barry to stop talking, you know I can mm. I can hit the sound machine for a different effect. Well, and you know uh, last week we had a. <clears throat> staff member on Stump the Chump, and we will again today. Yes. But um, on next week's show, uh, we'll actually have our first non-staff member as a guest. Yes. And coming up on July 8th, we're actually going to have an author stopping by for a, a nice little interview, and I think it's going to be really good. Uh, her name is Annette Lang. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm sure she will correct me when we <laughs> when we finally speak to her in person. But uh, she uh, does a lot of interesting stuff, and I'm pretty excited that we have people who actually want to be on the show. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's, you know... Unlike I, us. <laughs> well, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know if it's horrible, but I've been listening to the show. I actually burned it to a CD, and so in the when I'm driving home in the car, I'll listen to it. And mm-hmm. since it's an hour long, it takes me 30 minutes both ways, so I get to hear, you know, segment like half the show on my way to work and then the other half going home. Well, since we've only done one, I've been listening to it repeatedly. And it's really not because I like the sound of my voice, although, you know, how can I not like it? Well, <laughs> I, I do have some pleasant tones, though, in mind. I think that must so, be it. Yeah. That That's it. But I continue to listen to it. And, of course, I'm critiquing I, myself I, like I, crazy. I have, I have a face for radio. You certainly do. <laughs> you absolutely do. But, you know, I, I'm sure, well, some of the, our listeners will know um, that my... When I was younger, my intent had been going to go into broadcast journalism. Um, and so once we did the show last week, it was just another reminder of how much I really, I guess in, in a sense, had wished that I did pursue it. But this is an opportunity to kind of still do that. Because mm. I know you, you used to do broadcast when... Well, yeah, when I was in college, I did, um, you know, at the college radio station, I did some DJ stuff and that kind of thing. I had my little show that ran from... 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday nights, um, and I, you know, I would do you know top 10 lists like David Letterman did and stuff like that, just silly stuff. Um, and that that was a matter of fact, you know, if you ever uh, do a DJ kind of thing and it's a relaxed setting and you need to like run out and get something from the store, Inagata Devita, perfect. It's like 20 <laughs> minutes long. You start it up, you know, you can run down to the store, pick up your stuff, come back. It's still only halfway over, so yeah. Just a tip out there for any any young DJs in training. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we should get started. Um, uh, we do work at a library, so I guess we yeah, should talk we about some of we that. Do. Um, We're still in the midst of Summer Reading Club. Yes. Um, it is our busiest time of year, um, our most exciting, quote-unquote. <laughs> um, 
And so things are going well. I did want to say, unfortunately, we did, um, I guess, a, yeah. we, we'll have to we, state we gave a some retraction. Er, erroneous information last yes. week. It was not my fault. No, however. no. You know, our production staff gave me incorrect figures. Yes, that is true. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I did report last week that we had set a record with over 1,800 people signed up. We have not. At the time, we had 1,300. <laughs> right. Um, Which is still a lot. It's still it's a lot. It's still great. Yeah. And we're closing in on, I think we're like 15-something now. Something like that. Yeah, so we really need another 300 of you to come out to, so I won't be a liar. Um, <laughs> you know, so we need another 300 people to sign up so we can set a record. So. But yeah, so again, we are excited about it. Things are going on this week. Even today, um, as Barry had mentioned last week, we've got the fish craft. We've got two of those, as well as a calligraphy class which his wife will be doing. So yes. um, we anticipate many people coming through the library today. Yeah. And the, the fish craft's actually going on twice, right? Right. 10.30 and 10.30 3.30? and 3.00, yes. Yeah. So then when we do our show next week, we'll, I guess we'll be the day of uh, Ken Scott doing his magician show. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's on the 24th, and uh, he gives a fantastic show. So go ahead and make plans to be there. As well, and as far as upcoming events, of course, you know we we did mention last week Blue Crush is gonna we're gonna be showing mm -hmm. that tomorrow, um, the, uh, at three p.m. It's the, a, our teen movie, right? Is what we're Kate saying. Bosworth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Before she began shrinking, so she's like a normal, <laughs> slender size in this. Oh yeah. wow. Um, what else we got going on? That's pretty much it. I mean, the summer absorbs us with mm -hmm. children's stuff and. Um, the poor staff, we've got a lot of newbies on staff, and so they've never experienced what summer is like. And for those of us who've been here a while, we often say, you know, oh, you just don't know what it's like. And I think even the public don't really understand, they, you know, don't really understand what it's like behind the scenes. But it is, it is a bear. I can't imagine it being like this year-round. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's been busy, but I, I still feel like it's been actually a fairly smooth mm -hmm. Oh, it's been going smoothly, around. but it's still... Very tiresome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this week I know we wanted to focus a little bit about, um, for those people who don't know, uh, we do have a used bookstore. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Frank's Friends, and it's open anytime Mary Vincent's open. So, you know, Monday's 9 to 9, Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 7. And Any we have those little items. outlets at the other yes. locations, too. Yeah, they're like little little kiosks. Yes. Yeah, but the full full featured store... Uh, is here at Mary Vincent, and everything's priced from fifty cents to five dollars. Most things fifty cents or a dollar. Right. Um, so it's a great deal for uh, books, videos, DVDs, audio books. Uh, we have children's books. You know everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a great thing. And um, as we said, it's called Frank's Friends, and Frank is on the logo of everything we have here. Um, most people have seen it. It's a you know kind of a standard design of a of a silhouetted figure reading a book. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's kind of a traditional library design. Um, but yet it's not the actual library right. logo. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that that one's kind of dated. Yeah. But Ours that's is just better. me. Yeah, Ours is better. <laughs> but a lot of people do wonder why is it called Frank's Friends. And uh, locally, people wonder if it's Frank Pendergast. Right. You know, a local business owner. He owns downtown, basically. <laughs> Practically. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he's a great patron of the library and stuff. But... Um, it's not Frank Pendergast. No, no. So uh, today we are going to actually reveal the origin. Yes, Frank uh, origins. Frank. Yes, Frank's origins. So I'm going to turn it over to Latoya, who is going to recite this completely out of her head and not from a pre-prepared script. Right, because I'm really that good. Yes. Okay. So we all know and love Frank. What's not to love? But not everyone knows just who Frank is and how he came to the Twin Lakes Library System. Wonder no more. Told here for the first time is the story of Frank. Born in Studio City, California in 2001 to hopeful young parents, Frank was destined for stardom. After only a short time, he began seeking out opportunities to make a name for himself. Always willing to work, he took several small jobs, traveling across the country, doing his most notable work with libraries in California and North Carolina. Frank made his way to Georgia's antebellum capital on a sunny, humid day in 2002. He'd had enough traveling and was ready to make a home and a name for himself. He wanted to find somewhere to be a star. On that fateful day, Frank agreed to lend his likeness to the Twin Lakes Library System's website. 
After only a few months in the seemingly small time part, Frank caught the notice of then assistant director Barry Reese. We always managed to get your name and stuff. How is that? Well, you know, I didn't write it. Okay. I didn't write it. Okay. Barry saw the potential in Frank to be more than just a small talent or a face for hire. He believed that Frank could become a legend in this middle Georgia town. The rest, as the saying goes, is history. Frank did indeed become a local legend and, as is always the case, people began to add, the, add to the legend. Myths about Frank's history began to swirl throughout the community. Some were fantastical, while others were just plain silly. Frank wanted to set the record straight. He's a self-made man, and he's happy to be the face of the Twin Lakes library system. Milledgeville has become his home, but don't be surprised if you see him everywhere. Someone like Frank is just too big to keep a low profile. So Frank is nine years old? Yeah. I think maybe oh, there's some like child labor laws or something. I know. I didn't even realize here. that. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, in, in all seriousness, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Frank is a nice little symbol. It just gives us something that we can, you know, kind of use. And uh, I, I see actually our, our, our chump has arrived. Yeah. I see him waving through the window. Um, We'll get to that segment in a few minutes, but, uh, you know. Yeah, Frank, and, and I mean, you know, we, we did craft this, speaking of the Stump the Chump um, contestant, yes. he did craft this story because there is some Kel truth Carpenter in the story, this. right? Yeah. <laughs> Not just the chump. Yeah. Um, there is some truth in the story, but I think the bare bone truth is you looked at the logo one day. And I just thought he said, looked like a Frank. And yeah, and then yeah. we just, it stuck and we just call him Frank. Yeah. And that's how everything kind of spiraled. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had the symbol, and I, I'm a big believer in giving things names. Yes, so, yes. You know. But I, now, you know, children uh, know Frank. Mm -hmm. I know I, Kel's daughter knew Frank early on, and my son will recognize him. Hey, Frank's on your shirt, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a, it's a part of thing. We need some, like, Frank plush toys. I think so. That and, would like, be so know. cool. Yeah, but we've had variations on Frank yes. in the store. Uh, one <laughs> Which things, is hilarious. Yeah, one of the, my favorite things, I guess, that, that Kel's done is, is come up with, like... Ways a, to dress Frank. Yeah, for, like, the sci-fi section, it was, like, an alien Frank with, like, a space helmet right. antenna. Um, mystery Frank, I think, little, like, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. He had on the Deerstalker cap and the, the, the pipe. And then um, there's like Frankenstein Frank. Yes, yeah. For, for, Halloween. for Halloween, which is yeah. hilarious. So it's, it's it's good, but we definitely, in all seriousness, we definitely don't do want you to come out because every money you, every dollar you spend in Frank's friends goes to the friends of the library, who help support the library in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. um, mostly they help uh, help pay for the the summer reading club. Uh, children's performers and prizes and things like that. And of course, so, um, with the library fair, which is our yes. big and only uh, event at this right. point. <laughs> yeah, and library fair is coming up. It's coming up in September, September 18th. So you can go ahead and put it on your calendars mm -hmm. from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, those of you who are business people locally in the area, you might be getting a letter from me soon. I have mailed out <laughs> our sponsorship letters. Um, and as in past years, you know, the upper limit is is set at $500, which is platinum level. Um, but I, I'm, I'm today, I'm announcing this today. Latoya doesn't even know this. Mm -hmm. If you give me a thousand dollars as a sponsorship level, okay. I'm going to put up a poster for your business on one of our little poster things outside oh, here at Mary okay. Vincent. We have like movie poster display cases right. outside. Yes, we do. Normally we have like our hours and things like that. If you give me a thousand dollars, not 700, not 800, not 900, not even 975, <laughs> You're practicing but a thousand dollars. Yes. You give me a thousand dollars. I will put up your poster. You can help us design it, or if you already have one, we can we can try and work with it. Or we'll design it for you. Yes, and uh, and it can have all your information, all that kind of stuff. And we believe believe me, we will push you throughout the year. I'm thinking maybe renaming the sci-fi section, say you know Daryl's thousand dollars. Yeah, maybe Daryl's used. That's a steal. I think yeah. Daryl's used like... car sci-fi section. <laughs> Yeah. I was. I'd be like, oh, five thousand dollars. We'll we'll. Well, now for five thousand dollars, I'll name the whole upstairs after you. <laughs> wow, you, you are know. cheap. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, we need the money. Well, I so. mean, we do. Um, and again, for and this is for any of our listeners, really. You know, if you feel it in your heart to make a donation, you can do so online on our oh, yes. website um, under, I believe it's the friends page, yes. where you're able to to do a donation online. Um, but again, we're not here just pushing our, our dire need for money or anything like that. No. Cause I think everyone is in dire straits yeah. <laughs> when it comes to money. Uh, but again, just wait for pledge week. Yeah. 
<laughs> but again, you know, we just want for people to remember that the library is here. Um, and we're more than just books. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess we should move on to some, um, to maybe some lighter stuff. Mm -hmm. I think some people enjoyed that last week. We're going to start off with uh, Latoya's People in a Minute. And uh, before you get started, we did have breaking news. There's breaking sure. news. I didn't know if you had it on. How do I not know about well, breaking news? I read this like two minutes before it started. You've okay. probably known it for the past hour. But um, Harrison Ford yes. and oh, Callista Flockhart are married. Last night. Oh, well, I just gosh. saw it this morning. You know, <gasps> I, I don't have my, my fingers on the pulse the way you <laughs> Obviously do. Obviously not. Yeah, um, that is why I do the people in the minute yeah. segment. But I, I knew you weren't going to talk about it, were you? No, no. But because... Harrison Ford... Stars stars in some of the greatest movies ever made. I, I understand that, but he's not like big big news right now. You know, Harrison. How is he not big big news? Harrison Ford is always big news. I'm talking about like his personal life. He's been with Calista, Calista Flockhart for what six or so years. Since 2001. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's whatever. And they got engaged last year on Valentine's yeah. Day. I believe they got in the article they they got married in New Mexico. He's working on yes. a movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, they've been together. Yeah. So he's it's 67 like, oh, and she's 45. Yeah. Um, but then she has a, an adopted child who's very young. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, he'd be at least eight or nine now, I guess. I believe so. I think she adopted him back in, like... Okay, you're feeding into my segment, and... Well, you know, just, Harrison Ford is a big deal. I, I know, but what well, we can do people in a microsecond with Barry. That was, that was Barry's people in 30 seconds. Okay, moving on to more important things. So, I've got... <laughs> the man was Indiana Jones I'm and Han Solo. I'm not saying he's not important. Okay, we're, we're not going to do this. I decided after last week, because I had five things in, you know, like a top five, I was going right. to whittle it down to three because we often... Now it's four. That doesn't count. You Again, Latoya's people in a minute. That was not a part of my people in a minute. That was Batoya's. <laughs> it was the collective thing. You just threw that in just there. Just go ahead. Okay. So my first one is the Kardashians. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, so, so you actually, with a straight face, just looked at me and yes. said, now let's talk about some more important things than Harrison Ford, and you start with the Kardashians. Of course. <laughs> What's wrong with the Kardashians? Well, surely you don't think they are in any way more important than Harrison in Ford. In my segment, they are, because again, Harrison Ford wasn't in my segment. Speaking of the Kardashians, they're one of my guilty pleasures. I watch their show. I watch, um, what is that, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, as know. well as, well, <laughs> as well as Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. Well, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami is now so it's back. like a spinoff? Yes, it's a spinoff show. Okay. Because the premise is that they have a store down in Miami, Dash, uh -huh. which is one of their, um, you know, their attire, their clothing stores, right. they have a facility in Miami. And so it follows the two of them down there uh -huh. um, as they kind of, you know, keep watch over the, sh the show, um, the store, that kind of stuff. So that one kicked off again last week. And mm -hmm. it's exciting. And, you know, Chloe, I love Chloe. Um, I'm, you're looking at me like, I don't know which sister is which. Well, I mean, I know Kim. Right. I know Kim Kardashian, and I know one of them's dating, like, a basketball player. Well, she's married to him now, okay. Lamar Odin. Yeah, they got married after, like, they right. met, in, and within 30 days... And which, one is, which one's married? Chloe. Chloe, okay. The one that I really like. Then there's Courtney, who had, just recently had the baby with mm -hmm. her boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. And then Bruce Jenner is on that show. Well, he's on the um, Keeping Up with Kardashian show. Right, yeah. <laughs> Right. You're miss. See, you're just so, you're you're missing this really great. It's, television. it's like Law and Order. There's like you know the the Kardashians SVU. <laughs> Not quite, <laughs> but but no, I, I think that it's interesting because they're they're one of those that people consider just kind of celebutants. They are known for really nothing. Um, yeah. But you know, in their defense, part of why they're known, of course, is that their father, who has passed away since. Was um, had was one of the ones who defended um, O.J. Simpson. The family is friends with. You're stop looking at me like that. Anyway, moving on from the Kardashians, since obviously this is not something that Barry wants to discuss. <laughs> well, no, it's your section. You I know, know, but you're supposed to be helping me out here, talking about it. You're just <laughs> looking at me like I can't believe you even well, watch this show. If they did do the Kardashians, SVU, I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, part of what I was going to mention, you know, there are pregnancy rumors with Chloe, which, you know, I guess you don't really care about. But Kim Kardashian has been seen a lot with yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah, that's and, like 
that's like illegal, isn't it? Well, they were like yeah. holding hands and yeah, like well, dashing through the water. I and mean, that's <laughs> they're not like together. They're just friends and they're hanging out. Yeah, I heard him say, "Yeah, she's just a friend. She's just just a sexy friend." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I figured that you'd want to talk about that since you love iCarly, and that's just disturbing too. But you know, it's I, I do think that. What's the connection between that and iCarly? Because of the, the age of the, the character. Isn't she about the same age as Justin Bieber? I don't know. I don't Obviously you don't But none of them none of them none of the folks from iCarly are hanging out with the Cardassians, I don't believe. Okay, well it's my guilty pleasure. We'll move yeah. on past and, that. And you know, my guilty pleasure, at least I had an excuse. You know, I started watching iCarly with that uh, with my There's son. still no excuse for that because you now know. you've continued watching. Yeah, because it's kinda of humorous. No, that's you just know. no, no, yeah. no. But I, I I think it's much better to watch iCarly than than the the Kardashians spin off show. But it's entertaining. I'm sure people out there would agree with me that it's at least entertaining. You don't have to like it. You yeah. know, you can sit there and watch your Teletubbies and your iCarlys no, and your all that. I don't watch iTeletubbies, no. But, but, you know, those of us who don't have kids and all that stuff, we're watching some real television. But, but at least, you know, I'm watching something that's, you know, they admit it's scripted. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's entertainment as opposed to... I mean, come on, most of these reality shows, you don't think they're really reality, do you? I mean, you even described it as the premise of the show is, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're very artificial. I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, but I like it, and that's all that matters. You're not going to make well, me feel your, guilty. Your, I, didn't, I wasn't trying. Okay. The next thing is the Tony Awards. Um, I, <laughs> I'm a little reluctant in even mentioning it. I only bring it up because, <laughs> because I'm kind of like, well, who watches the Tonys, really? Um, Sean Hayes, who was the, um, the host this year, he was on Will and Grace. Um, yeah, I'm sure you don't know who that is either. Um, I I remember when the show was on, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. He referred to the, the, the Tony Awards as the World Cup of show tunes. Um, the broadcast was apparently three hours long. Again, I did not watch it. I didn't I, even know when it was on. Yeah, I heard it was about on it the like next two day. weeks ago or something like yeah. that. And I generally will watch the big, um, show, you know, award yeah. shows like the Oscars and the Emmys, that kind of stuff. But I don't watch the Tony Awards. Sorry. Um, I love musicals, all that stuff. I don't watch it. And yeah. I was just, I, I'm just throwing it out there because I'm like, well, really, who does watch it? And when I found out that. Scarlett Johansson won yes, a Tony Award. Yeah. Like, I definitely am not watching this. When I mean, she's, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. That's about it. I have not seen the play for which she won the award. Yeah, I mean, watching some of her prior work, yeah. um, I just, I don't see how that's that's possible, that she would have gotten a Tony Award. But, uh, I'm... Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to spice it up when she was May, accepting the award. That must have been because I think know. she did also present or something. Yeah. But I didn't watch it. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, my last one is Charlie Sheen. Uh, there's so much you can say about poor Char- Charlie. He's yeah. been in all over um, the, the blogs and, and, and on people. Started in one of the greatest movies of all time, Major League. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. I like that movie. <laughs> Major League Two, not quite as no, good. No, no, I don't. And I don't know. even talk about like the straight to video Major League Three, oh, back to a... the minors. And... Oh wow! No, I, I think saw the whole first one. Yeah, the first one's good. But he, of course, is the star of the number one show on television, or mm-hmm. I believe, um, Two and a Half Men. There was initially some question as to whether or not he'd be returning because his contract expired after this season. Um, is that number? Is or is that just the number one comedy? I think it's the number one comedy. Because yeah. yeah. I read something this week where they said House was no longer the number one most watched show that now it's CSI again. Oh, okay. And the ratings have gone up since Lawrence Fishburne came on the show. Yeah, which is, you're totally cha- messing up my segment. I'm just throwing, you know, you brought up the ratings <laughs> thing. I'm just... No, I, well, because now I want to talk about it. It's like, yeah. Well, go talk. Well, I do like, I like the new CSI. Yeah. I, I miss William Peterson who played Grissom on the show. I right. really do. It still miss it. Uh, you know, I the, when they brought Lawrence Fishburne on, he has, he's very much like Grissom, mm-hmm. he's almost like a Grissom light, kind of like Doctor Who light, but um, it or Tenant light, I should say. It's been interesting because you know after the show's been on for so many years now that you need some new blood in there to kind of figure out, you know, find out new stuff about characters and all that. But it's been worth watching. I think it did kind of revitalize the show again. It's been on for over a decade, mm-hmm. so um, and I've been watching since I believe the second season of it. 
But um, it, again, uh, going back to what I was discussing, which was Charlie Sheen. So he did decide to come back for Two and a Half mm-hmm. Men. But what's coming out more and more is his continued issues with, well, just personal issues, you know. Yeah, because I heard something about one, one of his cars ended up going off a cliff or something. Apparently twice. This has happened twice. The same I, car? I don't know if it was the same car. <laughs> but he But he was at home, right? He left the keys in the car or something. And, uh-huh. and I'm like, how do you... I, I don't understand the mentality of, of individuals. Yeah. It's like if it's happened to you once... Where your someone yeah, stole your car, car. If my car went off the cliff once, then yeah. that's probably and the he only time it's ever happened. Either times, it was yeah. like they were being stolen. In a way, that's even more strange, though. But it, it just calls into for me. I'm like, being famous doesn't buy you brains, because there's so many people in Hollywood that you know people love them. And I mean, I love Two and a Half Men. I love his mm-hmm. character, which is really just Charlie Sheen playing Charlie Sheen. But it's like you know, all these people make millions of dollars. And they are not quite all there. Well, I mean, yeah, money does nothing except accentuate who you already are. Right. So, you know, if you're a person who, you know, maybe plays the lottery a little too often when you don't have much money, then when you win a bunch of money, you're going to be in Las Vegas blowing a whole bunch of money, (laughs) you know, in bigger ways. And it's the same way if you have a sex addiction, the more money you get, just the more you're going to be spending on it, you know. It's just anything. And if you're the kind of person who, when you don't have much money, is doing charitable works and stuff like that. When you get more money, you're going to be doing bigger charitable works. Mm-hmm. But money never solves any problem. No, no, and that certainly is the case with Charlie Sheen. So, I mean, he's obviously, there's other stuff where he, um, the situation that happened over Christmas where he had gotten into an altercation with his wife. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just it's just a sad story all around. But I think this is his third marriage, I believe. Um, cause he was married to Denise Richards before that. And I thought he was yeah. married before that, but, uh, nonetheless. Now, did you used to watch that Denise Richards show? Uh, yeah. Denise Richards complicated. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with that? I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, didn't well, I didn't watch yeah. it. Like didn't watch the whole thing. I watched episodes as they came on here and there when I uh-huh. caught it. It wasn't one of my DVR shows. So you're like watching that Kendra show? And no. I've Apparently you watch a lot episodes. of like E-Network. Yeah, I do. Um, okay. I do watch a couple of Kendra episodes here and there, but yeah. I don't. You know, getting you know. back last week, we talked about how people like you know will cover like the salacious crimes. Yeah, E does that. I notice every time I'd be flipping yes. by, it's like some documentary on yes. you know young, hot, and dead. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, come on. Well, it's they like got to so throw sleazy. it in there so that they can be considered a bit re- reputable. Maybe really, I don't know. does that make you reputable? <laughs> that they're able to tackle the hard stuff. But they you know? do it in like, you know, 30 seconds. It's, it's almost like I love the 80s, only it's like for murder. They like cover something <laughs> oh in like, like 10 minutes and then move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, okay, enough people <laughs> talk. Enough celeb talk for, for a minute. Okay. Um, I think that we're about ready for our... Stump the Chump. Yes, yes, yes. Stump the Chump, of course. Um, I posted on Facebook is something that kind of came out of um, a game that we play with our supervisors at our supervisor meetings to kind of, you know, just have a bit of fun. And we decided to include that in the show because um, we, we we have a kick out of it. We change up the theme each week. And um, usually when with the supervisor meetings, we don't let anyone know what the, what the subject is. And actually, I get to take part because Barry just picks them and goes with it. So this week we're doing in, in honor of the World Cup. We're doing World Cup trivia, and we did let our person know the day before that it's World Cup, and we weren't very specific. So I believe that, you know, the World Cup has been around for decades, so that there's a wealth of of information in that time. So we're excited. Our Stump the Chump guest this week, who will be receiving an I Got Caught in the Stacks with Barry and LaToya 2010 button, is Kel Carpenter, uh, our reference librarian, who I, I will also say is our Stump the Chump singer. Uh, but he actually helped to design the Stump the Chump um, winner button, as well as all the stuff that we wear, the clothing, uh, with the, in the Stacks logo. He's our... Um, our guru when it comes to that kind of stuff. So now we have Kel Carpenter. Yes, Kel. Hey. Now, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And sure, of course. Uh, I'm a reference librarian here. That, okay, uh, that's enough. Um, okay, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they love doing this. Um, I'm the reference. And here. you tell us how old you are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
<laughs> wow. Of course the age thing comes in. Uh, I'm well, a reference librarian here great at for 52. the yeah. Twin Lakes Library System. <laughs> I've been here for 17 years, and despite popular opinion, uh, I will be 40 in September. Oh, okay. So, a uh, patron oh, yesterday assumed. A uh, patron yesterday assumed I was fifty. Actually. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm only thirty nine right now. So. Okay. This time around. Now, like now, do you want to start by singing your song for this week, or sure. do you want to do that at the end? No, no, we'll, we'll go ahead. Um, okay. In honor of the theme, I guess of, of soccer, World we'll Cup. Yeah. we'll we'll uh, we'll use the international name football in yes. our song. Uh, or football. Football, yes. yeah. And now before you start, I, I want people to know that one of the reasons why we're doing this with Kel every week is because he, you are planning to audition for American Idol this year. And, <laughs> you know, I know that his family's been very supportive, and so we're yeah. giving him a venue to try yeah. and get out there. So if anybody out there has, like, recording contacts or anything, uh, I think he could be the next William Hunt. Uh, yeah, I think oh, so. That, wow, that, that's that's pretty rude. Um, okay, uh, are you ready for the uh, for the... Song. Ready. Yes. Okay. Uh, this this is uh, actually from an American football movie, but you know it it, it probably works. Um, it's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. Football. Football. There you go. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, thank awesome. you, Latoya, for Yay. the uh, the assist. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to get started now. This week, in honor of World Cup, as everybody's been talking about, we are doing World Cup trivia. Um, now, Kel knows practically everything. And, well, he does. <laughs> yes, you know? he does. And yes. because, I mean, born uh, in the 1950s, it was the geez. dawn of the information age. Oh, my God. He's really just devoured <laughs> information over the years. And now his head is like, well, it's kind of misshapen because it's so full of information. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's kind of lumpy. And mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to see if he can tap into the World Cup section of his knowledge. Okay, now what you're playing for is a bit of a surprise, but if you get mm -hmm. three out of the five questions, <laughs> you will receive it. I think you will like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so number one, <clears throat> the first World Cup soccer match was held on July 13th, 1930. Yes. The two teams involved were Mexico, or Mexico, Mexico. and France, or France. <laughs> Who won? I'll have to go with Mexico. That is incorrect. Mm -hmm. France won four to one. Okay. Wasn't even close. Mm. Okay, so now you've got to get three out of the next four. Okay. So he's just stereotyping now with the Mexico thing. <sighs> no. Well, no, just if you look at the uh, at the history of it, though, the South American teams, well, and the European teams, too, but the South American teams are much See, more... I told you he knows everything. ...are much more uh, on the winning side. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's continue. All right. <clears throat> True or false? The United States was one of the first teams to compete in the World Cup, but England was not. I'll say true. That is true. United States wow. was one of the first 13 mm -hmm. teams to compete in the first World Cup. England did not participate yeah, in the first World England, Cup. England boycotted or, or did, did not choose to participate in the early, the first two Cups, I think it was. I don't know about that. I'm just reading what's here. <laughs> okay. That's that's very surprising to me, actually. Mm. Yeah. It, considering that mm -hmm. football is not the number one, or soccer, as Americans call it, is not the number one sport here. So that is really surprising. Yeah. Only two continents have ever produced World Cup champions. Can you name both of them? Only two continents. Yes. Antarctica, not one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure about yeah. that. Okay, I will say South America and Europe. That is correct. Wow. So Kelly's gotten two out of the three yes, correct here. So, far. so you only need you know, one more. Historically, the Uruguay has been a, a, a huge force. They were the, they were the first host, and they also <laughs> won the first. Uh, <laughs> World Cup uh, in 1930. <laughs> they defeated Argentina four to one. Actually. Okay. Wow. Thanks, Cal. So, yeah. yeah, I wanted to dazzle you guys. Yeah, yeah that's... I, tell you. I took my my 30 minutes of preparation and kind of made the most of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, as everybody here knows, I'm sure Kel knows, Brazil has won the most World Cups yep. of right. any nation. Yep. Yes. Who is number two? I'm going to have to go with Uruguay. 
um, because they've won quite a few. That would be incorrect. Okay. Wow. Uruguay has won two. Uh, Brazil has won five. Number two is actually Italy with four. Really? Followed by Germany. West Germany. West Germany, yes. Yeah. Three. And uh, then Uruguay is tied with Argentina for two. Wow. And then yeah. England and France have both won one. So. Huh. so that means we're down to the fifth one. You need this one to win. Okay. It's just like last week. Now, last week, Andrew came through. Yes, yeah. he did. We'll have to see we'll if see the old what man I can, can do, do it. it. The old man can do it. I'm yes. Sure. <clears throat> How many teams have gone through the tournament unbeaten but not win the tournament? Now, this is possible because soccer is one of those weird right. things where you can tie. Yeah. You know? Sure. And so you get points for ties and points for wins and all this mm-hmm. kind of thing. So the, there's there actually been several times, I need to know how many, how many teams have gone unbeaten but not won the World Cup? I'm going I'm to say none. That would be incorrect. The answer is five. Gosh. Five <laughs> times teams wow. have gone undefeated but oh not won the World gosh. Cup. Wow. Um, and I was looking through some of these examples, and sometimes there were teams that like just tied every game. Every game. And that wasn't enough points for them to move on. So it's kind of like here. Unfortunately, it was not a not a successful run for you. Yeah, well. So yeah. you don't get your prize. Okay. Well, that's but fine. you did get to, to come on and sing with us. Awesome. And you do get your button. Excellent. I think I think in defense of Cal, you know, he was telling me this morning... You know, I, I'm, I'm surprised he's able to concentrate because he told me about what happened to his glasses. And I mean, yes. I know that I get yeah. a little... Well, I told him it was yeah. very much a Velma moment. Apparently, yeah. you dropped your glasses in the parking lot. And didn't realize I had dropped and them. And then ran them over <laughs> with his own car. With my own car, yes. <laughs> Jinkies, indeed. Yes. yes. Uh, so, again, you know, that happens with older people. Sometimes. Yeah, that does. Thank you. Well, the fact that he didn't even realize he ran over his glasses yes. shocked me. I was like... <laughs> didn't you realize you were blind when you were driving? <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was wearing my prescription sunglasses oh, at the okay. time, so you know that that would be. I thought maybe it was like, "Wow, things the world's so blurry today." No, no, I haven't gotten that far yet, guys. Oh no, my god! No, no. But thank you so much for yes. being on the show. I know it was kind of actually short, very yes. short notice. And Amber Faluna was going to be here, right. who is not actually a character in a Doctor Zeus book. That's her name. <laughs> Amber Faluna. Amber Faluna. Matching um, Faluna. Matching yes, Faluna. Matching Faluna. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, um, we had a problem. She's not here. So, <laughs> Kel stepped into the breach. So, and did very well. Uh, now Despite I'm sure, losing. I'm sure Amber would have gotten four out of five. Oh, I'm sure. I think I think when Amber gets here, uh, we should make her answer the questions. Oh, yeah. And we'll we have did, to report For those it. of you who come in, if you come in and ask nicely, we do have video footage of Amber. Um being attacked <laughs> by a, by a stationary bookshelf. Yes. yes. I mean, yes, you can see really. in the video, it jumps in front of her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us, Cal. Well, thanks for having me on uh, In the Stacks. It's been good to be hanging out in the stacks. I know that you've been listening to, you've uh, listened to us on iTunes. Yep, I have. I actually reviewed Yes, yes I saw that. So, thank you so much. Now, Kel, if it's okay, I'd like to go and pencil you in for the next World Cup. So four years, four years from now. sure. We'll yeah. do more World Cup trivia. Awesome, four years. great, cool. great. Because Kel will be here. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> the old age that was fun. Yeah, I, I have not watched any of the World Cup so far. Well, I was going to watch uh, the U.S. versus right. England, and you know the TV guide said it was one thirty. Mm-hmm. ESPN, and everybody told me tune in at one thirty. So I tune in at one thirty, and by two fifteen, they they were still talking. And so I just turned it off and ended up, ended up watching Phineas and Ferb over on Nickelodeon. But, um, or Disney, I should say. It was a ah. Disney show. But, uh, yeah, I haven't watched any of it, but I've watched the highlights. And stuff. Yeah, I mean, there are years where I'm more, more into it than others. And I guess this year has just been one of those that I haven't really, you know, felt the need to watch. I've been, you know, of course, kind of paying attention to the highlights, but that's about yeah. it. Of course, the big controversy this year. Oh, yeah. Um, those little horns. I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, I forgot what they call them, yeah. too. But it's basically a kazoo on steroids. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah, because that's all you hear yeah, when you're watching. Yeah, you can watching. hear the, the songs that they usually or do. The chanting, the or the chanting. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing but... <laughs> through the whole thing, we should we should actually have had that going through the background. We should while Kel was doing the, the <laughs> that would have that would have been. Or just had Andrew coming to go <laughs> in the background, you know, but we didn't do it. Oh well, maybe we'll edit that in. Maybe. Yeah. No. <laughs> I guess we should move on to movie and TV chat. 
uh, some of which we covered, I think, during your people. I think uh, so. Moment. I was, you know, uh, I think I. I know you were really excited about Toddlers versus Tiaras or whatever. Versus, it is. and I, we were, <laughs> which I still, I told you, we were discussing. He, of course, I think your guilty pleasure would. I Carly constitutes as a guilty pleasure because the well, show is not for you. Yeah, well, I don't really feel guilty about watching. I know, the show. but it's still considered guilty pleasure because it yeah. it's just it's just disturbing. But so well, I agreed. You, you say it's disturbing <laughs> to me. It's not like Collars versus Tiaras, which it's, is borderline. It should be illegal. Whatever. You know, but you know, I Carly is just it's a silly show. This this is from somebody now. Uh, people at home. Latoya considers Saved by the Bell like quality television. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Don't even okay. do that. That's not even true. You know, yes, it is. That's not true. You know, I watched I it. Carly, but <laughs> tons better than that. Whatever. Well, prior to the show, we were going to, you know, I was going to force him to watch an episode of Toddlers and Tiaras, and I was going to watch iCarly. Well, that didn't happen. We're going to after the show. Um, but. I still think that there's nothing wrong with watching Toddlers and Tiaras. I, I, last week's episode was hilarious because you see what these mothers do more specifically in this last episode was a boy, you know, who was in pageants and he, he loves it. You know, his mom is a bit of a stage mom, but he's very interested in being in pageants and he's apparently not gay. But, well, he's kind of young to make that kind of decision. Well, yeah, but, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it, but, it's, it's funny. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to see a show where people are like cruel to their children. They're not. I mean, well, yeah, they are kind of cruel. I yeah. guess. See, you're not a parent, so. I, and, yeah. and by the way, you know, before I was a parent, I hated when people say, "Well, you're not a parent," but you know, now that I'm a parent, yeah, you're not. Oh, a parent. yeah, and I, don't, I don't hate it when you say that. I don't really care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I am not a parent. It does, it does change things, you know. I mean, stories that it used to wouldn't have bothered me before now I find very upsetting. Right? Yeah, I've you seen know. you crying a couple of times with stuff. Well, I don't think you've seen me cry. Oh, I'm sure I have. What have you seen you me know. cry? You told me about some stories. The was it over in was it England or some other foreign country about someone who had like <laughs> locked their kids up in the cellar or something? I don't, I don't I know. Cried. Well, I, I mean, you that I saw that there were tears in your eyes. And really? You were, you were so sad about that. It broke your heart. I, I'm totally making or, it up. I was thinking. You know, uh, yeah. I don't I, think this happened. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's some England or some other foreign country. <laughs> you know, it's one of those foreign places. I don't know if it was England or Mexico or something. It's <laughs> some other country that's not the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's my guilty pleasure show. So we're going to watch it. And so you can you can say, you know, with actual accuracy what uh, your opinion truly is of it once you've seen it. So I'm going to watch iCarly and you're going to watch Toddlers and Tiaras. And then then I'll, you know... We'll provide some commentary yeah, on that. The things, the things we do for the show. Now, um, in in, I think better news. Um, <laughs> I'm actually gonna gonna see Toy Story three this weekend. Um, on Saturday, I'm gonna be going with uh, my son and my wife, and uh, he's very excited about. It. He's three. Mm -hmm. He loves the Toy Story movies, and I'm I'm interested in seeing it too. I like them. Yeah. Also. So, and he's he's really excited about Despicable Me. I don't know if you've seen they've been yeah. advertising it like every five seconds. Really? Yeah, it stars uh, Steve Carell. It's uh, an animated movie. No, I and, haven't uh, seen that. Yeah, he's very excited about it. It doesn't look that great to me. But um, I'm sure we'll probably end up seeing it. But Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, Toy Story, I'm just glad that the, I guess you could say at this point, the franchise is still around. I mean, it's been yeah. around since the 90s at this point. Yeah, wasn't like that? 97 was that the was, first one. Was, it, was that Pixar's first? I think it was. So, I mean, it's been around for a good long time. And, I yeah. mean, it's quality story. Um, quality story. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it's really quality story three. But, yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyway. I was I was thinking the other day about my taste in television. Because it varies. I know you make fun of me well, it's for just, watching. It seems like you're, you're always either watching something about people getting dismembered. Right, because for a while you were going through like you know cold case files. Or whatever, yeah, and that's what I was going to mention. I like I have you like people being dismembered, yeah, remembered or really sleazy reality television. There's stuff in between, but I don't want to talk about the stuff in between. That's a normal. Why is it too stuff. personal for you? No, it's normal. You know, <laughs> like what? It's like I I watch CSI, those types of shows that are oh, very popular. Oh, CSI. CSI is not about dismemberment. No, is it? <laughs> I mean, it's you're you right. Know what that, I mean. That's a stretch. You stop, you stop it. But you know what I mean, though. It's it's a it's a 
commonly accepted show. Just like yeah. I watch House, that kind of stuff. Nobody ever gets really horribly disfigured or anything on that show. I didn't show. say they didn't. I'm just saying those are like I would deem normal shows. Right. Well, you um, like The Big Bang Theory. Yes. Love that show. That's a good show. But um, my, I do have a bit of a morbid interest in some stuff on television. I'm drawn to watching stuff like Snapped. You know, what is that? It's where it, they basically follow around women who have, uh, or it's a show about women who have been prosecuted for like killing their spouse or whatever. No, I've You've never, never heard it's of on that. Oxygen. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think I. I don't watch Oxygen. <laughs> but I watched that show. It's it's interesting. Um, I don't think. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I have Oxygen. I'm sure, but I don't think I've ever even. Yeah, I'm on surprised it. you've never heard of Snaps. No. Okay, but yeah, that's so. It's that, about women who've killed people. Basically, most of it is women who've killed like their spouse. Are they or, like in prison or? They're in prison in most uh, cases, and it, they set it up to see. You know, you don't know for sure if they were convicted of the crime right. or whatever, and of course, you find out. But that's one of the shows that I that I watch and then i also watch 48 hours mysteries because that's often what it just all sounds like the same kind of thing well yeah because again my morbid interest in but the funny thing is you refuse to watch horror movies yes i don't watch you watch watch. all this stuff that's about real horror right but it's different though because it's not like this gory type of horror in your face kind of thing it's like a story but it's worse because some of the stuff actually happened yeah but you i still disconnect from it um To, in order to keep my sanity. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't like horror movies. I don't watch them. But I don't they think really you've watched me. enough to say you don't like them. Because you refuse I, to watch right them. Right, at this point. Because they just, yeah, I, I, they disturb me. Yeah. They, they, you know, give me nightmares and stuff. Hmm. Well, um, you know, last night I watched Mythbusters. It was their, uh, their 25 greatest moments. And, uh, and it was really good. And then we watched uh, Tosh.0, which is a hilarious oh, show. Oh, I love that show. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Not for the easily offended. No. I mean, it's, it's very, very funny. Very inappropriate on so many levels, but it is hilarious. Yes. It's a good show. Yes. Well, one of my shows that I really like is um is Graham Norton. You know? Oh, the I Graham Norton show the is Graham awesome. Norton show. Yeah. And I really wish that American television And nobody gets was... dismembered on that. That's... No, no. So there you go. But I wish American television or late night shows were, was more like his because mm-hmm. they, it seems like everyone's so much yeah and more laid back and comfortable yeah. and everyone comes out and they're talking whereas you know on on like Letterman or Leno they bring one person out they talk and then they move on but mm-hmm. it's kind of like a roundtable type of setting and um and I, I, I well I mean I like the Brits so yeah. <laughs> their humor is great and the yeah. things that they can do and say are I downloaded great. a free app that lets me listen to BBC One Radio. Oh, so I've been okay. listening to that a lot, a lot in the car, and uh, uh, it's interesting. Their radio, it's like every DJ has a show. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know when I was listening to them this morning. Of course, they're five hours ahead, so it was like their noon show. Um, it's like the early morning radio shows here. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like they have like segments and skits, and they have people in the you know like we're doing now. Yeah. They have you know this kind of talk in between the songs, and it's just so different than here because here normally there's like you know maybe a morning show. Right. And maybe, you know, there might be like a drive home kind of show, you know, but it's like everything over there is a show. And I think it's because, you know, they have so many fewer radio stations. So I guess they they, they think programming, you know, but I I like their music a lot better, that's for sure. Well, I mean, you did say, was it one of your Facebook friends compared your musical taste to that of a British? Oh, they they, they said I had the musical taste of a 13 year old British girl. Which I yeah. agree with. I can attest to that. You know, I see you jamming out to John Barrowman in there. John and, Barrowman has the and, voice of an angel. Oh, my gosh. John Barrowman, he plays Captain Jack on Torchwood and Doctor Who, is also a very prominent stage performer. Yes, he is in the West End. Yes, in the that. West End. And, and you know, he has a great voice. He's released several albums. Which and, you uh, own. Yes. And, uh, and I also like, of course, Robbie Williams. Mm-hmm. He's huge Which, everywhere I mean, Robbie, here. Robbie Williams is great. Yeah, and Cheryl Cole and... Lots of, lots of good Brit performers. Yeah, too, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I see you singing your little Brit take songs. That. and The current yes. Take That. I don't yes. really go for the 90s. The 90s Take That. that. <laughs> Some of that's, that is kind of embarrassing. If I'm rocking out to that, I, I This coming that from the 13-year-old you know. British girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we should... Uh, should we talk about books now? I guess. This should be a brief part for you. But, Very um, brief. I'm not... I'm You know, I'm still... "Quote unquote," reading what I was reading last week. I honestly, so, I mean, are, you, are you going to try and do the the adult reading? Part? I am doing it. I actually posted. Yeah, um, I know, but you you read the three graphic novels, right? Which counts as one, right? It counts as one, right? 
Uh, well, you got clearly, nine more. Things I, yeah, to that's go. not going to happen between now and the end of the summer reading mm-hmm. club. But I've done five so far. Anyway. Of course you have. But I, actually, I've done more than that. But I haven't posted my reviews yet. Sure. I just I don't know. I, you know, as a Reading's child, hard. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's horrible. You know, as a child, I was I was I prefer reading to to watching television. Right. I read all the time on the weekends. That's what I would do. Right. Now. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm around books all day, although I'm not really. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't think that's or, the excuse. No, that's really not the excuse. I'm trying to find something. Yeah. It's horrible. But well, I don't read as well, much as I should. But, you know, you said that on the way home lately you've been listening to, like, our show. Yeah. Which is a good thing. All of you should do that. But, you know, you could listen to books. I know. I just I don't, I don't know what it is, you yeah. know. Because, I, I mean, you know, we, we I have a Kindle, and I started reading on that, and I carried around with me everywhere I go. But I, I have to be in the mood for it. To, hmm. to read, I guess. I mean, and and it make and that's so horrible to say that, but you know, I'm reading people or just stuff online throughout the day, uh-huh. so it's not like I'm not actually reading or intentionally just reading. Nothing of substance. <sighs> moving on. Well, no, we're not moving on. I'm still in my segment. Thank you. Oh well, um, but, well then yes, I just you, finished you reading. Continue talking because I have nothing to add. I just finished reading uh, "In the Fire" by uh, Richard Layman, and um, it's uh, you know I've read other books by Layman, mm-hmm. and uh, this was not one of his best, but it wasn't his worst either. Um, what type of, what genre is this? Well, I don't know if you would like, if, if they made it into a, a TV show, you I'd might probably like it, watch but it, not right. a movie. Um, it's actually the heartwarming story of redemption, mm-hmm. good southern grilled cooking, and cannibalism. Um, I can see how that all plays together yes. in like a well, soup. Well, basically what happens is, is uh, the main character, um is a woman who in high school had a kind of a stalker. Mm-hmm. Well, he's found her years later, and he uh, kills her husband and drags her off to do horrible things to her. But she's rescued by this guy who kills the guy who's kidnapping her. And he takes her to this little town that he lives in, and everybody there is wonderful. But it turns out that they have, like, this little cannibal commune, and you either join with them or else you end up, you know, at the cafe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. And, uh, and... And over the course of the story, it's kind of weird because, you know, the cannibals are actually the good guys. Because um, there's worse there people are, than there, that. Yeah, there's people okay. coming in who are terrible people because they only kill bad people. Well, that makes sense. Right. They kill bad <laughs> people. And uh, and it's, it's interesting. People are like, wow, is this what he reads all the time? But uh, I, I read different kinds of things. Um, and multiple things at one time. Yeah, and, and sometimes I, I do want to read something kind of gory and, and scary. Um, I didn't find this scary at all. There's mm-hmm. nothing about this that was scary. But um, it was a decent book. Layman is, um, unlike Stephen King, who sometimes has pretensions mm-hmm. uh, to his work, Stephen King, to me, at his best was when he was writing scary stuff, um, not when he was trying to obviously put in you know metaphors and symbolism and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm shaking my head like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But but Layman is like, um, Layman's like one of those, he writes like slasher horror. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no no pretending that's not what it is. You know, you go in expecting, you know, somebody to make you jump. And, and that's what you, you know, get. Yeah, kill, 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 that kind of thing. You know, people running through the woods and that kind of stuff. And, um, and you know, I'm a big pulp fan and stuff. I like I like things that is just what it is. Mm-hmm. They don't make any apologies for it. Um, you know, in a way, it's it's like the stuff you watch. Yeah, I was about to you say, know, you they, like stuff you don't have to really think too much about. You just, it is what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> but yeah, I, I, my, oh, my, my it, problem it with reality shows. When I say well, it. my problem with reality shows <laughs> is it makes stars out of people who don't do anything. But it, arguably, some people, I mean, people re- in Hollywood are like that too. But really, well, but the only thing that the Kardashians have going for them is that they're reasonably attractive mm-hmm. and they have money. Okay, that's it. Um, you know, if that's it's something, if it's something like this, <laughs> which is like a, a sleazy book, at least somebody had to create it. Somebody. Imagined it all and put the hard work into making it. Well, they put a hard, hard work into making the shows, bringing it together, and (sighs) yeah, it may be hard, difficult dealing with the Kardashians every day. But anyway, um, now I'm about to uh, actually jump uh, jump genres. No, I'm I'm on it still. You like it in print form. I like it visually. There's how is there much of a difference? No, but again, I, I read fiction. You're pretending like, oh, mine is there substance, and yours is just crap. But no, mine is, mine is at least creative. But the shows are creative and fun. Oh. Yeah. So now I'm about <laughs> to read a Doctor Who novel um, called Feast of the Damned. 
Which is a Rose novel, right? Yeah, it has Rose and, and the David Tennant right. um, Doctor in it. I've read a couple of the, the current Doctor Who novels, and they've been okay. Um, yeah, I'm just looking for something a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, I'll be starting um, maybe the new Preston and Child uh, books. The Special Agent Pendergast novels are fantastic. Um, the newest one of those is out. I'll probably start that. And I also have a, a Clive Cussler to start, so... I'm bouncing I'm, I'm, all around genre-wise. Yeah, I'm still... Well, I mean, I'm I'm the type that can only really be reading one thing at one time. I know and, you read, like, multiple... Hard. Yeah, it is for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm still in the Firefly book that I had started. I've actually not picked it back up. It's sitting on my night table. But um, I intend to finish that and move on to something else. Because I do have a list. I did make a list of the things I intended to read this summer. Mm-hmm. I've just not made a lot of headway in it. So. Are, are any of my books on that list? No. <laughs> I have to you, deal with you all day. You didn't read one of them. I don't need to bring you home with me. Well, but you're not bringing me home. They're they're fictional characters. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. I think I make it a point to you know you you I get enough Barry exposure at work. I don't need to read it too. I, if I need to know anything, there, there I just are a talk lot of words. There. there are a lot of words, and yeah. I just talk to you if I need to. Okay. Well, now we're moving on to what we call our miscellaneous segment. Miscellaneous wrap-up. Yeah, miscellaneous <laughs> wrap-up. Uh, we did do one kind of fun thing. Over on Facebook, they had a, this, I guess you called it a meme, going around about, you know, uh, you'd hit shuffle on your iPod and just list the first five songs that came up. I was worried, you know, because I actually have a lot of songs for my son. Mm-hmm. I was worried, you know, that like three out of the five were going to be like imagination movers. And he says it's for his son, but it's not. Well, you know, I, you not, sit there and sing in the car with the with that stuff too. No, not usually. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of stuff that, that's okay that he likes. Mm-hmm. Um but like some of the, you know, like the Burl Live stuff, no, I don't really listen to that, you know, pretty much. But um, anyway, so my five, um, I had TikTok by Kesha. Love that, that song. Kesha? Yes, Kesha. With the dollar sign in the middle of it. Yes. Because um, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of like a, you know, if I were like dating a girl like that and I knew she had a dollar sign in her name, mm-hmm. that might be a warning sign. Maybe. Could Just be. A little. Um, then I also had a Rain On Me by Cheryl Cole. I like that song. Another kind of disco-y thing. Uh, then The One You Want to See by Prince. That's a, not a song a lot of people know, but uh, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Prince, awesome. Um, then Be the One by the Ting Tings. Actually, not one of my favorite Ting Ting songs. Really? Okay. But I do like the Ting Tings. Yeah, the Ting Tings are awesome. Uh, by now, you're, you're, you're getting a, a picture of me of, of not liking particularly hard rock. Exactly. I do have lots of Led Zeppelin and stuff like that on there. It just didn't come up. And then Starstruck by Robbie Williams. Uh, which is off his last album. Which, which I think good. is appropriate that Robbie came up in yours because I actually, after you told me about it, I did it too. And I was curious to see, you know, obviously with Shuffle and if you have thousands of songs, yeah. which is the case in, with both of us, you know, the assumption is that your favorite artist who would have the most tracks on there would arguably pop up right. once somewhere. But I just not didn't think it, Right. I just didn't think it would pop up in the top five. Yeah. And in both our cases, your favorite artist as well as mine did. Um, my list... Is most of the songs actually in the top five of mine? I don't even know them. <laughs> I have well, stuff on my iPod. This, this that... brings up yeah a big difference between <laughs> us because if I if I have a song I really don't like, I delete it. And I, I think that that's just wrong. She has thousands of songs on her iPod. <laughs> a that she's never heard, and second that she hates if she did hear them. Well, th- my thing is because you know I I, I do have yeah. I, OCD. <laughs> Eventually, you might want that song you hate. Well, I like complete <laughs> albums. So it's like, you know, I know that there's sometimes where you'll get a single or whatever. But if I have a CD, like if I'm ripping a CD or something or buying um, music, I like it to be complete. So even if I don't like the song, I don't want to delete it off the iPod because it's a part of that collection. But you know? you'll never listen. It's just taking up space. So, well, I mean, you can go in there and tell it not to play that song in your right, shuffle. Right, but it's still taking up space. Yeah, but it's a complete album. You take it But apart. if you're not going to listen to it, then what's the point? Because maybe someone else who might be barring my music or listening to my music might like this. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. You just, yeah. you just don't do it. So, yeah, it drives me nuts that you are like, See, oh, if, I don't like that song. Delete. It's if, like, but you paid like, for that. If you're like a heart, not always. I mean, sometimes I delete stuff people give me. Well, I know, but you you're see speaking of this you're the type too you'll buy something on itunes like yeah. you'll buy an episode of something you'll watch it delete it's like whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second you just paid two dollars for that um it, it's not physically taking up any space uh, why don't you just save it well it is physically taking up space on my hard drive uh, no, no, no. yeah 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But if once though. I've seen it, I'm not going to rewatch it. Well, I know, but you might want to share that with someone else. And it's like, oh, yeah, I saw that this, this is one. Because you've done that before. One of my favorite episodes yeah, of like, and, South Park. And there, there's like, you know, like, there's well, like an episode of Bones it. I have. And then you delete it. I really like that one. Yeah, and then but you... But other things, it's just like, you know, <laughs> when, I, when I buy a magazine, when I'm done with it, I don't save it. Right, no, I don't When I'm it. done with, you know, my magazine, if I read Entertainment Weekly, it goes in the trash. Okay. And, and now, I, I pay that for that. Too, right? I don't know. To me, conceptually, it's different. It's just um, like with, with, with comic books. You know, I used to be one of those collectors who, like, you know, if I had the first hundred issues of a series and issue 101 came out and I thought it was one of the worst pieces of trash I ever read, I would keep it because I wanted to keep the set going. Right. But you know what? That takes up space. I could put in something I do like there. You know what? If I hate it that much, I'm going to throw that thing away. Well, I, I, I understand your logic, but... And I don't for... continue to buy series that I used to like, but I no longer like them now. I don't continue it just to keep the series the, the going. The series going. I, I, yeah, I'm guilty of kind of doing that from time to time. Yeah. But like with Heroes, I, no, I, I abandoned that idea, though, because it got bad and I was done with it. But yeah, I've, you're right. I do keep stuff that I probably shouldn't. Yeah. And I actually had to buy an addition, an external hard drive to store it. Cause... To store all those songs you don't like. See, see that's just what well, kills me. Well, to store the songs and the movies and stuff. That, that you I don't like. like. No. Uh, all right, let's hear your five songs. Mine was Home by Smash Mouth. I don't remember. I don't remember that, that song. song, Home. I know Smash Mouth, obviously. Yeah. It was on, like, Astro Lounge or some album. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, 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 eh. Go ahead. Something to Live, Diane Reeves. I, um, I don't know who that is. I don't either, but it's on my iPod. Um, Bed Shaped by Keen. I know Keen, and I know Keen, not one of their biggest. I yeah, song. I don't know the song. I like Keen, the stuff I've heard. Um, that's How It Goes, Michael Buble. Yay. Um, well, I mean, his know, cover of it. So. I know who Michael Buble is. Yeah. Um, and then I Wish It Would Rain Down by Phil Collins, which actually I got song. from you because yeah. it was a part of one <laughs> of my that, very mixes. That, I was about to say, that's a great song. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I ordered it. Yeah, Eric Clapton playing on guitar. Okay. Mm -hmm. but you, yeah. you know who Eric Clapton is. Yes, of course I know who Eric okay. Clapton is. Yeah, that's a great song. But um, So that was the top five, and yeah, of all of them, I only recognized one song that I was like, yeah, I know that song. The others, mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I... I <laughs> Look, I'm sure there's other people out there like me who who keep. I'm sure, them. but many of them are on medication, and I am too. <laughs> and I'm probably <laughs> there's nothing wrong uh, with me. Mostly, yeah, mostly. <laughs> Most of the things that are wrong with you would not be appropriate for this. One. <laughs> so. Sure. But well, yeah. I think we're we're almost done. We're yeah, at a, yeah. we're at an hour two minutes. I think we're at an hour four minutes last time. Yeah, yeah. Um. And of course, we'll be doing next week's show, and uh, hopefully people will keep tuning in. Hopefully we haven't scared anybody off yet. Nobody threatened to sue us after last week. No. Um, but we still have a little bit of a filter on, I think. A little bit. A little bit of a filter on. There were several things you said earlier I started to comment on, and then I'm like, well, this is a, this is a reasonably family-oriented Reasonably, yes. Because, so, yeah, there was stuff that I wanted to discuss. I was like, yeah, I don't know if we should. So. Yeah. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. But, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. We... we well, Lato Latoya has a real potty mouth, too, so we have to watch that. That Yes, it's me. Yes. It's, you yeah. know, working around guys all day um, tends to do that to you, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty good, since I have a three-year at home, I, I can't I can't use any uh, four-letter words at home. So you use them here. Yeah, I do use them here, but what I mean is I can turn it on and off. I can turn it on and off. I'm, I'm, I'm good about that. Yeah. I mean, at home, but, I, I, that, I, you know... That reminds me that you wrote a poem. Oh, I did. Um, Where's your poem? I, I left it. Where's, where'd you leave it? In the other room. Well, go get it. Okay. You right. talk while I'm um, <laughs> While she's going to get her poem, um, I'll tell you, um, at the end of each show, we'll talk about what we're doing uh, in creative ways. Um, I'm still working on The Scorched God, which is going to be the sixth novel in the Rook series. I'm about uh, 45,000 words, and I was hoping to finish it by the end of this month. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, it's probably going to be into next month. And... Um, then I have several other things I'm working on, um, but I, the Scorched God is going really great. So if you have an interest in pulp adventure fiction, hopefully you will enjoy that. Uh, Latoya, of course, is a a poet. She's a published poet. She was published in um, 818, which was a collection that uh, the library's publishing arm uh, released last year. Um, the library publishes through a company called Old Capital Press, uh, which all the money goes to the friends. And 818 was something where librarians throughout the state could contribute 
um, short fiction, novellas, not just libraries, poetry, library staff. Well, technically speaking, yes, technically, <clears throat> technically speaking, <clears throat> just working in a library does not have to be a library. Exactly. Um, though I think you know, in everyday conversation, most people don't get. Yeah, into and I those don't like that. I paid a lot of money to be called a librarian. Latoya well, and I are professional librarians. Yes, we so are. We, we have, are certified yes, and certifiable. Yes, right. And uh, <laughs> I, I got a master's of library and information science degree from the University of South Carolina, and you bought one from Florida. No, I did State. not buy one, and you stop it. I have two <laughs> master's degrees. Thank you very but much. But only one of them counts in the library world. It counts. Period. <laughs> They're both hanging on my wall. Well, that makes it count. Then. Yes, it does. All right, let's let's hear you. let's hear your poem. Okay, yeah, I did not share this with you. I told you that I wasn't going to, so I'm still hiding it from you. So this one is about our show, or just about in the stacks. <laughs> in a rural setting, in a Georgian town, in the stacks of the library is where we can be found. <laughs> buried, buried in novels, Facebook, and stats, he searches the web, looking at all of his facts. Uh. Latoya is nestled in her hole of an office with no ventilation. <laughs> she still likes her solace. They bicker all day, but do so in fun. They have each other's backs when the day's finally done. A show about libraries, pop cultures to start. The stacks are much more than either of us thought. Join us each Thursday for mayhem and fun in the stacks with Barry and Latoya. We're second to none. Yay. Awesome. Yeah, that's very good. Now, normally your stuff is so depressing. I know, I know. That was it, actually kind of, kind of perfect. That was difficult to, to do. Uh, so, yeah, I wrote that one, and then it, I was up at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and then I actually wrote another poem, but I think I'll wait to, to, to share that one in our, in our next show. The next week. Yes, because yes. it's about my my reading habits and, and entertainment and stuff, so... Awesome. Well, that, that was very cute. Thank you. Now, now, just for the people who are listening, though, who are concerned about Latoya in her tiny office with the no ventilation, <laughs> that is the office she picked out yes, for herself. Yes, I did. I did. I um, had to get away from you. We used yes, to share an office. We used to share office. an office, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I didn't get anything done. And, you know, people would come in to complain about Latoya, and then right. she's sitting there. It was awkward. Yes, it was. So, uh, one day, you know, I said, you know, get the the heck out of my office. That, that is exactly That's not what, what I exactly said. said. But... <laughs> And then she picked up her stuff and angrily stormed across to, like, this closet that we have. Yes. And then, like, three days later, she was still in there. And so that's become her office. <laughs> it's a beautiful office. But, uh, it has a window. Yeah. But uh, but no ventilation. Well, and unfortunately, she left some of her junk in the office. It's with not me. left in there. It's intentionally, I'm marking my space. But you, it's my office. No, it's still partly my office. But people come in. She left behind a whole bunch of, like, Gone with the Wind books and stuff. So now people come in, and they look at this stuff, and they assume... Because it's in my office, you know, that I have an have interest in this. And, and so they're like, oh, yeah, who's your favorite character? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> the, one, the one who wore the, like, I don't know, the curtains and the dress oh, or something. Oh, my gosh, that would be Scarlet. Yeah, or Han Solo. I liked him. Right. Okay, because, yeah. yeah, he made an appearance in the book. Well, I think Rhett was basically Han Solo in, a, you know, the Civil War days. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. But, um... Anyway, I guess we should wrap this up. Yes, we should. So, we're, we're way we're, into we're our... Oh, yes. So um, we will be back next week. Hopefully you're entertained and learned some stuff. Yeah, and as always, you know, give us some feedback. We yes. really like to know what you think, what you want us to add, take out. Take out, we'll consider. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, find us on Facebook or on our webpage at tlsga.org slash in the stacks. Mm -hmm. um, you can email either myself or Barry. I'm Latoya in the stacks at tlsga.org. And... He's Barry in the stacks at tlsga.org. Mm -hmm. And so we look forward to um, speaking to you guys again next week. Yep. Bye.